your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Monday, August 16th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day. This is a daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez from pantherparkway.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore F. L.A. Panthers. You can follow the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all of the offseason activities in the National Hockey League. And today's episode is brought to you by the Locked On NHL podcast. You need more hockey news and Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and off-season recaps each day. Subscribe to Locked on NHL today, wherever you get podcasts. So an interesting signing for the Florida Panthers happened this weekend. Um, not a signing that we expected to happen at all with the former number one overall pick from the 1997 NHL entry draft in Joe Thornton, longtime San Jose Shark, uh, and played for the Boston Bruins for about seven seasons and even won a Hart Trophy the same year that he was traded from Boston to San Jose in the 05-06 season, the year he won the Hart multiple-time All-Star and the most, probably one of the most epic beards you'll ever find in this league. Joe Thornton at 42 years old is signing a one-year $750,000 contract with your Florida Panthers. And in the last two years, Joe Thornton has been cup chasing with how he signed a one-year contract last year with the Toronto Maple Leafs to play up there. And of course, as you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, fell short, blowing the 3-1 series lead against Montreal and losing the first round. So Joe Thornton was a free agent, signs with Florida, and he talked about how he watched the Florida Panthers closely this season and in their first round series against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And for me, the way I see it, though this isn't a signing that I would have expected, nor this isn't a signing that I necessarily wanted, this is definitely a signing that I could come to understand when it comes to Bill Zito's philosophy on bringing a veteran leader in Joe Thornton. And Joe Thornton talked about how he looked at the Florida Panthers closely throughout their playoff series against Tampa Bay and how he thinks that they're ready to take that next step and that Joe Thornton wants to be a part of it. Joe Thornton has been around for quite a long time. He was part of many playoff appearances for the San Jose Sharks. 
uh, during his time there, including a Stanley Cup final appearance in 2016, which they eventually lost to the Pittsburgh Penguins in six games. And Joe Thornton is a guy who has really made himself a name for himself ever since entering the league, being 14th on the, on the list in all-time points, 7th all-time in assists, and games played for Joe Thornton. He is 6th all-time in games played, all-time in the NHL, the second active behind his former teammate, Patrick Marlowe. So he has been around the game for a very long time, a staple in this game, a big name that's coming to the Florida Panthers. Though, I will say, he's 42 years old. He's nowhere near um, where his prime was. Really, the last really four years of Joe Thornton that we've seen haven't been the Joe Thornton that we've seen all throughout the late 90s. and. Uh, 2000s the last time he was even close to an 80 point season was back in 2016 like i said the year that he the san jose sharks made it to the stanley cup final and every every year after that it was 50 points 36 points then back to 51 points 31 points and then 20 but of course 20 last year was in a shortened season in a 56 game season where joe thornton only played 44 of them. So how often is Joe Thornton going to be playing in the lineup? We'll get more of that in the second segment of the show. But it's a good leadership piece for the locker room. I'll say that. And I talked a little bit about how Patrick Hornquist is a big leader in this locker room. Funny enough, one of the guys that he defeated in the Stanley Cup final in one of his back-to-back Stanley Cup championships was against uh, Joe Thornton back in 2016, like I mentioned earlier in this segment. So Two former guys that went up against each other in a Stanley Cup championship round are now teammates. Though they're older, with Patrick Cornquist being 34 and with Joe Thornton being 42, now they're on the same team to help this Florida Panthers team try to get to that next level. But again, it's a signing that I'm not extremely excited about, but a lot of, again, people outside of South Florida are really starting to see that this team is ready to take that next step. And I'll say this, and there, I, I, one thing I just don't get is how people, at least in the social media realm, are saying that Joe Thornton signing with the Florida Panthers is what's going to take him to the next step of helping them win the Stanley Cup. Uh, no, it doesn't really move the needle that much, I'm going to tell you the truth, but it does help as far as like I said, a guy who's been there before who could teach a young team about how what it takes to win, despite him not getting that cup, but as far as like what it takes to be a true professional in this league. However, there is a downside of Joe Thornton signing with the Florida Panthers at 42 years old, a, a guy who, like I said, hasn't really put up as many points as he has in the last few years. And that is something I'm going to get in the next segment. We're going to talk about, because we don't expect Joe Thornton to be in the top six. We expect him to be in the bottom six. So I'm going to break down in the next segment what that bottom six could look like. And could Joe Thornton be holding back certain players on this Florida Panthers roster with this signing? 
We'll discuss that next on Locked On Panthers. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC slash MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news. Sign up for bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code Locked On. Did you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts. You have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first daily fantasy sportsbook that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineup and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes. Winner, take all. You have the advantage. That hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time, and no one else does that. You are in total control. That hero is DFS the way it is meant to be, one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on to sign up for free, and right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. That is flashhero.com slash locked on. So last week when I talked about the Sam Reinhart deal being done, I spoke mostly in the sense of how the top six would look at the time and how it's projected to be. Now with Joe Thornton in the mix for the Florida Panthers, now we got to discuss of what the bottom six is going to look like. So if I had to guess right now, the bottom six would be Lundell, center, Petrano on the left wing, Duclair on the right. I mean, you could put Tippett, flip-flop him and uh, Tippett, uh, Duclair and Tippett on second or third, but I'm projecting Duclair to be there as of right now. Fourth line, with now with the Joe Thornton signing, I'm going to think maybe Thornton on the center, Nolachari on the left wing, and Patrick Hornquist on the right wing. So that would be on paper probably, chances are, before even training camp even starts, that's what you would probably project the lineup to be going into game one against the Pittsburgh Penguins. But I also think about what are the chances that this holds certain players back as far as their development and as far as trying to make their impact on the team. And of course, let's, let's, uh, let's put a little bit of context here. When you're a contending team and a team that is flat out going for it for the Stanley Cup, sometimes prospects I don't want to say they don't matter, but sometimes you've got to say, okay, well, 
we don't we don't need, we don't need the young guys to be there. We need the veterans to take care of business here. But as far as the chain reaction of what Joe Thornton coming to the Panthers does, it forces other players to possibly not even crack the lineup. For example, I was projecting Yuho Lamico to be the fourth line center uh, in game one of the regular season coming up. Now, with Joe Thornton playing as many games as he has, he doesn't miss a lot of time. Now, I'm expecting more games of Joe Thornton being the fourth line center versus a Yuho Lamigo. And because Nolachari can either play center or left wing, that would shift Achari to left wing. So that means it could possibly block a player like a Maxine Mammon, who is, plays the left wing, a Grigory Denisenko, who plays left wing, but could also play the right. And it could also prevent Ryan Lomberg from getting a few of his opportunities, too. I mean, is Ryan Lomberg a long-term answer for the Florida Panthers? No. But it, it, it could also prevent, uh, because Joe Thornton is a center, it could prevent an Alexi Heponiemi from playing at the NHL level as well. So that is a tricky situation for the Florida Panthers with this Joe Thornton signing. And of course, if they were going to make a free agent signing at this point in the free agency period with the amount of dollars they had left, I mean, as of right now with the Joe Thornton signing, they only have $1.3 million in projected cap space now, according to Cap Friendly. So there wasn't really any more room to spend big if they wanted to their their big spending like i've said in the in the past few weeks was really that trade of san reithart to acquire him and then really free agency was going to be really quiet for them but what does that do for the prospects who are who might be in ahl charlotte longer than they want to or are supposed to but it also, like I mentioned this last week, but what if also Anton Lindell isn't ready for the NHL level neither, too? But there's so th- we got to also think about that. That means Sam Bennett could uh, go from second line center to third. Reinhardt can shift from right, the first line right wing to second line center a- a- as well. And you break up that 9-1-1 line of Bennett and Huberto, and you put Reinhardt there, possibly. And then that creates more chain reactions uh, around the forward lines, too. Duclair could be shifted right back up to the first line in result of those changes, because Reinhardt would be off the first. And it, it just creates so many different situations, just because you're bringing in a 42-year-old center who's way past his prime and again the leadership factor is what i can understand about this signing so i'm not entirely upset about it i'm not i mean i'm not upset at all but i'm just a little bit of still a bit shocked about this signing and we we just got to see how joe thornton is gonna what he is gonna bring at this age because 
there's nothing wrong with, of course, bringing veteran leadership, but how much can he produce? And that is a question that I'm going to have until game one of the regular season happens. So that's something to keep an eye on for Florida Panther fans. So maybe maybe he contributes the way at least somewhat close to what he's able to during his days in Boston and San Jose. Or maybe we see something of the last four years. We just don't know. I'm counting more of what we've seen out of the last four years of Joe Thornton. So I'm not expecting a huge contributing factor other than a locker room presence and a leadership presence for Joe Thornton on this roster. In the next segment, we're going to talk about the Yarmir Yager story about the team that he owns in the Czech Republic, a story that came out from Yahoo Sports about whether Yarmir Yager is able to retire or not. And I want to give my uh, two cents of it in the next segment. You've been listening to Locked on Panthers. Did you know that Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you are missing out. There's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. You want to know what my favorite flavor is of these selections? It's the cookies and cream. What? Cookies and cream, anything, ice cream, Bilt Bars... Any anything cookies and cream related. Why not? It's a very obvious choice. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box and you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. There's also the grasshopper cookie flavor, which is like the classic thin mint cookie. All the flavor without all the sugar with 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only five grams of sugar. Order today and you'll get the grasshopper cookie or the raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Isn't that great? So go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 over at Built.com. So final segment in this episode of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And something that the national show, Lockdown NHL, the Thursday edition with... Uh, Adam Danker and Chris Maselli, they talked about the Yarmir Yager uh, situation over in the Czech Republic, how Yarmir Yager has no choice but to keep playing as he approaches age 50. That is from the Yahoo Sports article by Stephanie Liu. So, so it's talking about how his the club that he owns that was actually owned by his father passed down to Yarmir Yager. And Yager says how people expect him to uh, score the way he used to score back when he was in his prime of his career, and he just can't do that anymore, and how he thinks he needs to play in order to for the club not to fold. And part of me gets up because Yarmir Yager is such a big name in this game. He's in the 
He's a big name in the hockey world, um, not just in the National Hockey League. But I also think about the impact of COVID-19 economically and what it's doing to, for example, this club for Yager. And again, this was a club that was passed down from his father. And it's just sad. Like, it's, it's just really sad how, because even at age 50 with all the dings that Yager is taking and he's still doing it at his age, by the time when he officially does retire, I sometimes question what his quality of life is going to be. Like, because he's been go, 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 just playing hockey, playing hockey, playing hockey, maybe I think about maybe it's not really a matter of whether he doesn't want to stop playing or whether he does. Part of me also thinks of what is he going to do because of the fact that all he's done for the last two plus decades is play hockey and finding something new as well. But of course, let's talk about the financial issues too with uh, the club that he owns in the Czech Republic. I think about what are what sponsorships could Yarmir Yager possibly buy in order to maintain the club so that he doesn't need to play and that he could have the quality of life that he wants after hockey. I think about that. And I also think about this. The generational pressure that comes from his father to pass down this club to him. And he said, as long as my dad is alive, I have to do what it takes to keep this club alive. And I'm paraphrasing the quote here. Um, but I think about the generational pressure that is put on, and maybe a lot of it is Yarmir Yager putting on himself. I don't know how his father is like, but maybe that's just a lot of internal pressure that Yager is facing in order to keep this alive, and maybe it can. But of course, of course, I'm not a, a business owner. I'm not an owner of a hockey team, so Yager knows what kind of numbers are coming in based on the club playing and whether he is playing, which of course it, it's an obvious that it's going to make more money when he's on the, on the ice versus when he's not. What you got to ask yourself, what can substitute for Yager not playing? And if you, and that generational pressure that again, possibly Yager's dad is doing or Yager's putting on himself, it, 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 it just, it's just a little sad because far too often, even in society, and I mean, naturally, parents put a lot of pressure on their kids to be exactly like them, that you have to, I did this with my life, so you have to do this with your life. But I just learned over time that there isn't a 100% script on how to do something. So honestly, easier said than done. Yarmir Yager could with this struggle that he has, I know it's easy for me to say just end the misery and either sell the club to someone else or, or, or do something to substitute that, but I'm not the business owner, of course. But I, my hope is that Yarmir Yager finds the quality of life needed because 
what if he sustains a major injury at age 50 while playing and he can't even walk or when or he'll be or his days will be spent just sitting down on a chair and not being able to get up much i mean damn even even hockey players at eight, in their prime at age 25 i mean hockey players play hurt all the time athletes in general play hurt, hurt all the time and their bodies are sore all the time from playing warm up stretches practices you name it. Can you imagine how Yarmir Yager's body is feeling at, at his age? My goodness. Quality of life. I, I think about that. And I, and I feel for him because what, what's, what is that going to be? And again, internal pressure. And I think in order for that quality of life to come, something needs to happen for Yarmir Yager. And it might have to be telling his dad, I'm sorry that I have to let you down, but I can't continue to do this. And it's a matter of whether Yarmir Yager wants to do that, or he could take some of his career earnings from his playing days and invest it more into it. But business owners, they're in the business of gaining money, not losing money, which I understand. and. It's just, I feel bad for him because it, it, it is definitely some internal pressure that Yarmir Yager is facing within himself. And I just hope that he finds, again, and I mentioned quality of life like five plus times in, in this segment. And I put an emphasis on that for a reason because that is important regardless of how much he plays because your body and your mind need as much rest as possible. If you're if you're listening to this podcast and you work like 40 50 hours a week, I'm telling you, give your mind an opportunity to get some rest and to relax because all those hours spent working and not enough time for yourself are very important. Me as a podcaster who has a, a day job along with this and then the grind of trying to put shows together, sometimes I have to tell myself to give myself some rest too because sometimes I put a, that too much pressure on my own self to produce and make things happen and of course you you of course you got to grind in order to like make things work and in order to make it in, to a certain level that you want to make it but sometimes we just abandon our mental health along with it and sometimes our bodies in the process and that is how sometimes People can get physically sick and emotionally sick too because we are constantly on that grind and we don't know when to stop. And that is something I want to emphasize to not only Yarmir Yager, but you listening as the fan. So I want to encourage you to give yourself a little bit of rest here and there whenever you have the opportunity to do so. So if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Lockdown Florida Panthers jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to also subscribe to the Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, who will be covering all of the off-season activities in the National Hockey League. And when you're done listening to this episode of Locked On Panthers, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Bets. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to a new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blood specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, 
signing off. And you've been listening to the Lockdown Fuller Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Where it's your team. Every day.